Welcome to Conversations on the Art of Jesus. I'm Kathy Plummer and the Children's Ministry Pastor and today's host. This 10-minute conversation is part of the River's vision to create a culture of discipleship, basically meaning Jesus formed in us. This 12-part series will highlight one practice from the life of Jesus with the desire to cultivate his life in each of us. Each of these practices are connected to one of our four key values, love, enjoy, play, and share. Today we are exploring making space for the Sabbath, which is a part of our play value. And here to walk us through it is Matt Engel, our high school pastor. What's up, Kathy? Hey, Matt. Matt is uh, not only our high school pastor, but somebody who's worn many hats over the last 10 years. And Matt... Um, I do what, like hats. So. You do like hats. Yeah. What I really ex- like, respect about Matt is that he lives out making space for the Sabbath and making space for your daily time with Jesus. So I am super happy to be here with you to talk about this and to learn. So um, tell us about the Sabbath, Matt. Uh, Well, thank you, Kathy. I think I will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, uh, for me, I think the Sabbath is probably one of the most misunderstood uh, ideas or concepts within our kind of genre of um, evangelical theology, I think. Um, many people understand the Sabbath, and maybe it was within Western culture too, we can even nuance that a little bit more. Sabbath as being impractical, it's not that important, it's a great idea, but I wish I could do it. Um, pastors can do it because they only work one day a week, but the rest of us have to work for a living, you know? <laughs> um, That's a bad pastor joke. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's it's misunderstood, and so I think we, we have to first understand uh, why God um, instituted and commanded us to take a Sabbath uh, for us to really understand uh, it in its entirety. And so what we see in Genesis 2 uh, in the creation story um, is that, that God himself took a, or the Godhead took a Sabbath, took a rest and on the seventh day. And um, I think the question to ask is, well, what does God need to rest from if he's does he get tired? No, no, of course God doesn't get tired. Um, it, the, the creation story with the Sabbath being the seventh day is all about uh, proper um, ordering. And God, in its ancient Near Eastern understanding, uh, the seventh day of Sabbath means that God takes up his rule and reign over all his creation. And so understanding Sabbath as part of creation, that our, that life itself needs this place of finding its rest or finding its a location underneath the lordship of God uh, for us as Christians that's the lordship of Jesus um, we're not going to be able to live life the way it needs to be lived until it's properly aligned under the lordship of Christ and so first understanding that's the point of Sabbath is uh, to find the orientation um, in that um, and so yeah that to me is what's an, uh, I love like just sharing that and kind of helping people understand um what Sabbath is. Uh, it's less about work and more about order orient- or orientation. Um, it's about us finding life. Um, and then it plays itself out in different ways, but that primarily is what it's about. So, so why, um, 
why is this important to like you as an individual yeah. and then to the community that's around you? Yeah, uh, well for me I think most of us work hard in order for us to rest. And we think the payoff of working hard is to rest. And if anyone is like me, I often go to my rest with that mindset and somehow when the rest is done, I'm still tired. Or a vacation and I'm like, I need another vacation on top of my vacation because that was not the vacation, the rest I was looking for. And I think if you resonate with that sentiment, I think it just shows us within, especially within Western culture, that um, we have the we have the ordering wrong. That we don't work in order to rest. We actually rest in order to find our purpose in our work so that we work rightly. Um, and so I think when the Sabbath is understood as a, that time uh, within our weekly rhythm of life that gives us the proper orientation and it actually will allow us to be more productive uh, in how we work and how we connect with people, how we do our relationships, um, then I think it helps us understand the importance of it and then hopefully our lives will move into actually honoring it and, and then keeping it. Um, and then the other reason why I think why it's so important is what we see in scripture in Exodus chapter 20 is that it is uh, the linchpin in the Ten Commandments between honoring God and loving one another. And the Sabbath as the fourth commandment um, is this connecting point between how do we love God, how we love others, we practice the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And when we practice the Sabbath well, we're able to both love God and love each other. And in fact, what I love about um, in Exodus chapter 20 uh, there's a vision for uh, the whole economic system getting a break because in order to love our neighbor well, if we're taking a Sabbath, um, it actually means our neighbor doesn't have to work either because we don't need to demand our neighbor to work for us. Mm -hmm. um, and then everyone gets to enjoy the rest that God wants for us. Uh, when that happens. And then it's not just people too, it's also animals, it's all of creation deserves uh, a rest. And so by loving, loving, uh, by taking a Sabbath, we as an extension love our neighbors and love the whole world. And then I think as it's properly understood, um, you know, everyone gets to take a break from production kind of the production demand gets broken and we're able just to rest and enjoy God. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that to me, you know, this value that this falls under it within our core values as a church is play. And in order to play our part well in the church and, and to play, come into that value well and to cultivate that, we have to uh, practice Sabbath. Yeah. Well. That's really good. And convicting. Does this mean that my kids don't have to do chores on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> That's up for you to decide. So, Matt, um, why don't you give us just a few ideas on how to practice the Sabbath? So, and this is where oftentimes uh, there can be a lot of um, contentious conversations because people can get, take it very seriously, which they rather so. But then it's like, well, how does that happen? And I think the first approach is don't do it with a spirit of judgment, um, dogmatism, or um, legalism. Approach it with the love of God, with the grace of God, and finding a rest in Jesus, ultimately. Um, but those have some practical ways with which to do that. Ideally, in my mind, it should be a 24-hour period of time. And at, in, within that 24-hour period, 
it needs to have worship in it. Hmm. Uh, and that's why I think the church always practiced the Sabbath, just like the Jewish tradition. Um, there was there's gathering of the people in the congregate the congregation gathered for a worship service. And so to me, you have a 24 hour period of time, you have the worship of with um, followers of Jesus together. And then within the heart of that, you have communion. And so you are reminded of who you are as you practice this important thing, that you find your rest in God. Um, and that the worship of God is what will fill us back up. Hmm. It's not just simply taking a break from working that's gonna fill us up. It's actually being actively engaged in worshiping God. And because I think a lot of people think, oh, well, Sabbath is not working. No, it's actually about intentional of what you are doing. Hmm. It's very active. Uh, and so I think worshiping God, being intentional with a period of time de- designated for that is what Sabbath is about. Um, you know, some people that's maybe not, that can't happen, so or it feels like too big of a step. So I say, hey, take a small step then. Uh, start with one hour of a day. Start with 10 minutes of a day that you can step aside and just focus intentionally with God. Or, or think about Eugene Peterson, who was a pastor, so he worked on Sundays. Or for myself, I work on Sundays. So he had Mondays as his day off, and he would uh, do a three-hour walk with his wife, and but they wouldn't talk for three hours. And then they, at the end, they would sit and then have lunch together and then say, hey, what did God share with you like on your walk? What did you learn uh, mm-hmm. on your time with God? Um, so that was something they did. And again, I think for us, big thing is when you work this out is what does Sabbath look like in your life? Uh, I would say remember to focus on not what you're losing, but on what you're getting. Because uh, we tend, what we focus on is what we get. And if you only focus on, I'm not going not gonna to work, so I'm going to lose money, or I, I can't say no to this, then you're never going to actually get what you really want, which mm-hmm. is true rest or true communion with God. And so focus on what you are going to get. Mm-hmm. And when you focus on what you are going to get, I think an extra $5,000, you know, an, uh, an extra night out with some friends, like, that doesn't matter as much anymore mm-hmm. uh, because you're actually going to get what your soul really needs, mm-hmm. uh, which is communion with God. So, yeah. it's awesome. Any final thoughts? Um, no, I think that was it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Let's that, do it. Yeah, yeah, go do it. Yeah. And that is great. Yeah, I love this, Matt. And I love that that the Sabbath is um, a gift to me. And it is. when I receive it, then it overflows into those people around That's me. That's right. That's a good final thought. Yeah, that's a good final thought. So we hope you enjoyed this conversation. You can catch the other conversations and the one-page tool on the Art of Jesus on our website, www.riversouthbaya.org. We gather on Sunday mornings and throughout the week as a community to love God, enjoy His people, play a part in the kingdom, and share the good news. And we hope that today's conversation with Matt gives you a vision uh, for how to do that well. Have a great day. Thank you.